0: to the fourth episode of the NanoRIMO prep series. And today's topic is setting yourself up for victory, setting yourself up for victory, aka part four. Uh, so today we're going to talk about how to kind of trick the system a little bit in your favor when it comes to NanoRIMO, Because uh if you're anything like me, when you're going through it the first time, you're, like, pretty dogmatic. That's how I am. I'm a perfectionist. I get really dogmatic about things. I'm like, I have to write hundred s- what 1,667 1, words every day, and that's what I have to do, and I can't do anything else. And there's no getting ahead. There's no falling behind. Listen, the problem with that kind of thinking in nanorimo, as in everything is that it's unrealistic. We can't be so dogmatic about these things when life happens. And ignoring the fact that life happens doesn't make it any easier to complete a difficult task, which is what you're doing when you're trying to win NanoRIMO. You're trying to do something that at the end of it, you get a certificate. And why do you get a certificate? Because you have accomplished something that was hard, something that was painful. Something that not everyone can do. And that is why when you win NaNoWriMo, you're like, yes. And then you're like, maybe I can win next year. And then you try to get a streak going Uh, (laughs) if you're anything like me. And then, like, your streak dies. Last year, my streak died. And it was okay because I had so much going on. Uh, And then this year, I'm like, okay, I don't – I can't do it this year. But I still think it's awesome. But as I did it more and more – I figured out that being dogmatic is actually not helpful to me. Because life does happen, like I said, and pretending like it doesn't happen doesn't actually make winning NaNoWriMo any easier. So what can you do? The first thing that I want to talk about before I tell you what you should do, which you're going to need the tool, the care package that I made for you. uh, So I'll give you that information in a second. But what I want you to understand is that uh, there are some days, even with your best intentions, when you will have zero words. And I call that a zero words day. And I have those days. Uh, I have those, like with this podcast challenge I'm doing. Thank you, Mr. Russell Brunson. uh, I, (laughs) I had a day last week where I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. And then uh, two days ago, I was like, I can't do it today, because I've got to get all this stuff ready for the awesome people who are going to do NaNoWriMo this year, and I want to give them a care package. So I spent my normal podcast time creating that. And uh, so now it's ready for you. But so you know, there are moments where you have a zero words day, or in my case, a zero podcast day. And it's going to happen. And when it happens, it's not the end of the world. Okay? But you fall behind and then it feels like this giant uh, mound of unwritten words is like crumbling down this hill and avalanching toward you. Because you're like, well, if I fall behind this day, that means I need to write twice as much the next day. Et cetera, et cetera. And it feels crappy. (laughs) There's, It doesn't feel good. Okay? (laughs) So... Here's what I recommend you to do. I recommend for you to do. Go download the care package. You can get it at expensivewords.com forward slash nanoprep, N-A-N-O-P-R-E-P. And there's no spaces in there. And you're going to download two things that are going to help you, okay? You're going to download, I guess you don't really... Uh, You might need two things. You definitely need one thing. Okay, so I have two different kinds of calendars on there. And one of them has space for you uh, to write your word goal and the words you actually wrote that day. And the other one's blank. I like the blank one personally because I like to use different colors. And that's how I know, like, my goal's green. What I did was blue or whatever, or pink. I like writing in, (laughs) I really like writing in blue uh, green and pink which I was writing in my course idea notebook today and having a blast with my new pens. Thank you very much. And yes I was using my cashier Moleskine uh hot pink notebook which is so oh it's so nice to write in the page the pages are so great it lays flat and then with my Inkjoy pens I was in a preparation heaven and that's what I want for you. So you can get the the calendar that has those things, the prompts for you basically of like, how many words you're supposed to write that day? And how many did you actually write? Or you can get the blank one, whichever one suits your needs better. And you're like, but Kristen, don't I automatically have like a built in public calendar through NanoRimo that keeps me on track? And I would say, you do have that. But uh, that calendar cannot take into consideration the crazy days in your life. So Because you kind of have an idea ahead of time, right, a lot of times, uh, for what days are going to be more difficult for you to write on, you can use the calendar that I'm giving you to front load days where you have more writing time and to uh, unload days where you know that it's going to be more difficult for you to write. And that way, if you come up on a zero day, it's not the end of the world and you don't get super far behind. And what I do personally is uh, I take into consideration my schedule and on the days that I know I'm going to have a lot of time to write, I try to write a thousand extra words. And if you cannot do that, and that sounds like insanity to you, for me, it takes me about 30 minutes to write a thousand words. I know that's crazy. I know. And then I'm exhausted. though. <laughs> so uh, it takes like 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how focused I am. Um, but you want to think about your schedule and then account for like extra catch up time for things that come up unexpectedly. So that's why I'm saying like on the days that you know you'll have more time to write, you can try to write in a thousand extra words and that is going to make a huge difference For you as you're going through this thing. So that's the point of the calendar. You fill out the month, you fill out the, you know, the little numbers, the days, and then you think, okay, what does my schedule actually look like for the next 30 days? Where are days that I'm going to have more time to write? Uh, And so try to write every day, but days that are harder, expect that you're not going to have full word counts on some of those days. And that's why you're adding extra words into your. Uh, writing days that are good because you know that at some point everything's not going to work out exactly the way you planned. So for example, uh, during this podcast challenge, one of the things that I've been doing is I know that on Thursday and Friday, my kids are in school, at least until the end of today, because everything's changing, right? All the time. There's rumors that it's going to go full remote next week, which the governor is like, no, I never said that the CDC is the one that's making all these rules even crazier and i'm like i don't know what's going to happen but i know that this week my kids were going to be in school cuz i got a message saying that so i was like all right uh thursday i recorded 3 podcast episodes and then today i'm doing three podcast episodes and then i just schedule them so that they come out every day i'm probably going to schedule two episodes for today because Tomorrow is the day before NaNoWriMo. That's a weird song I just made up. And uh, I want you to have all these things before it starts. And for um, tomorrow's episode that I release, I am going to be sharing with you something that I came up with today that I was thinking about you when I came up with it, but also every other writer, not just NaNoWriMo, not just NaNoWriMo writers. Oh my gosh. Say that three times fast. And so uh, I'm going to be sharing something with you called The Storyteller Manifesto, and you can listen to it every day. And it's not even going to be that long. So you're like, Kristen, you're giving me something extra extra to do. I don't need something extra. You don't have to listen to it every day. But I want you to have it in case you're feeling discouraged because you can just put it on, listen to it. I think it's going to be about seven minutes long that's my guess based on how many words it is and how fast I can read in audio format and you can listen to it and you'll be like boom I'm ready to go I know what my rules are for myself I'm a storyteller because you are a storyteller you're an awesome storyteller okay so that brings us to the next thing that's why I'm like you should have a private calendar versus the public one the private ones just you can tailor it a little bit better All right, now I want to talk about how another way you can set yourself up for victory, and that is by finding real accountability, not fake accountability. And you're like, well, the word accountability already implies realness within itself, so you're being redundant, Kristen. And I would say, I'm uh, actually being hyperbolic because I feel like you need that emphasis Because a lot of times, like, maybe you're starting to eat differently, or you're like, I'm going to work out every day, or you're like, I'm going to write every day, or whatever it is. I'm going to start, I'm going to stop wearing t-shirts with 80s band references on them. Uh, No, I'm not going to stop doing that. But anyway, you're going uh, to find someone who's actually going to keep you accountable. For me, that person is Travis. (laughs) And uh, every day this week, he's like, Kristen, are you going to record a podcast today? And I was like, Ugh, yes, I'm going to. And then he's like, why don't you do a series about Nano NaNoWriMo? And I was like, oh, you're so smart and so good looking. He he is really good looking. Uh, but so I know that he's going to ask me if I was like, hey, can you keep me accountable for this? And so I asked him at the beginning of this podcast challenge, and so he's he knows that I'm, t- I'm getting toward the end of my goal. Uh, this, I believe, is the 61st episode, which means I only have nine episodes left after this, if you can even believe it. And so I'm getting a little bit drained and tired because I'm doing also the OFA course. It's a lot, right? So you are going to feel like that at some point in your NaNoWriMo journey, and you need to have someone who you know is not flaky, who also is not rude, <laughs> who will be like, hey, did you do your writing today? If not, let's work out a plan together that you can tell me of how you're going to catch up. Instead of like, you're lame. How could you not write today? You're a loser. That is opposite of what you want. You want someone supportive who has follow through. That's what you're looking for in an accountability buddy. Uh, And who, yeah, Uh, Jess has been my Nanorama buddy for the last two years, but um, neither one of us is participating this year because of life and but she's a really good accountability person because she's super positive and she uh will be like okay well if this is the problem let's think through what a solution might be and not in like the annoying way of like i'm gonna fix this but in the amazing way of like i'm your friend and i love you and i'm not gonna let you go through this alone so and do you know do you know how i found jess my amazing writerly friend I found her through NaNoWriMo. And uh, for the sake of I just want to, I'm going to tell you exactly how I met her. Okay. All right. Think back with me to the year 2018. There was a young-ish Kristen who had just moved, journeyed across the country from California to Pittsburgh to live in a place that she didn't know anything about because her husband had been offered a job that was then revoked three months after they moved there. Okay, that's really what happened. It sucked. Uh, But so I was like, I need to make writer friends, because I need writer friends. You need writer friends. And so I drove by myself for the first time from Greensburg, where I live, to Pittsburgh And if you know anything about Pittsburgh, there's lots of bridges and lots of tunnels. And there are people like me who don't like driving through the tunnels. But the problem was, not just that I didn't want to drive through the tunnel. Actually, I didn't have any problems with tunnels before this night, if I'm being honest. But it was a blinding rain, and it was dark. And I couldn't see anything in my Subaru, which I love. My Subaru Legacy. And... It was so stressful because I was going to a place where I didn't know anyone. That's like trigger number 1. I was driving in a place I hadn't driven before, trigger number 2. It was at night. I have a hard time seeing at night, trigger number 3. It was pouring down rain to the like to the point where I couldn't see in front of me on a highway I had never been to like on before. So those are two more triggers. And then when I went through the uh The I don't remember which tunnel I was going through. I think it was the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. When I was going through that tunnel, I accidentally left my windshield wipers on when I was going through the tunnel. And uh, the motion of the windshield wipers plus the five trigger points of my anxiety caused me to have the single largest panic attack I have ever had to the point where I thought I was going to lose consciousness. I don't know if you've ever had a panic attack that bad, but if I have a really crazy panic attack, I sometimes just pass out. I don't know why my body's like that. Maybe I'm part goat, okay? But I was like, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to crash into whatever car because I couldn't pull over. I was in the tunnel. You can't stop in the tunnel. And, uh, and then I'm going to die. And my family's going to be like, well, it was nice knowing her. This sucks. And my father-in-law had just died. So I didn't want to die, you guys, okay? I was like, I have to stay alive. My family needs me. They've already lost someone really important recently. They can't lose me right now. And so I proceeded to roll down the windows and smack myself in the face until I got through the tunnel. And I was like, I, I'm a prayer, okay? So I was like, God, what could possibly be worth almost dying to come to this NaNoWriMo kickoff meeting? And do you know who it was? That was sitting across from me at the table that very night wearing a Darth Vader sweatshirt. That's right. It was Jess. It was Jess, you guys. And yes, meeting Jess was worth it. Jess knows this story. Uh, she's told this story to other people. and She's like, I hope that was okay. It's fine. It's going to be in my next self-help book, which is called Confident Nobody, which is how to be confident when you're nobody like me. And maybe you think you're a nobody too and you can still be confident. Uh but so I tell this story in the book to prove a point. I can't I can't remember what the point is right now. But listen, you don't have to go through all that to get to know your nano friend because you didn't just move to a new city and it's probably not gonna be blinding rain, and you probably don't have driving anxiety like I do. So you should you should find someone. <laughs> You should go to a ride-in if there's a physical ride-in. Stay safe, of course. Wear your mask, social distance, use lots of hand sanitizer. But, you know, it's it's good. And you can also meet people on the message boards at NaNoWriMo. And it's worth it. I also want to note that sometimes people get sick during NaNoWriMo because it's November and colds and flu are going around. And my very first year, everyone in my family got super sick. And you might be like... Oh no, Kristen, did it it derail you? And I would say, no, it didn't derail me because everyone in my house, and three of them were small kids at that point, small kids plus Travis, uh, were very tired and all they did was watch cartoons all day. And do you know what happened? I wrote (laughs) 8,000 words that day and I was able to finish NaNoWriMo early. And I didn't think I'd be able to finish early my first year. But because everybody was laying around, I pulled out my laptop and I had some people snuggling on me and I uh, just focused on what I was doing and I wrote 8,000 words. Looking back, those 8,000 words were not any better or worse than the rest of the story. Uh, They were like the level of writing I was anyway at that point, which was not that great by the way, which is why I make all this stuff for you to learn how to write because I don't want you to have to go through that for such a prolonged period of time like I did But anyway, you just never know what's going to happen in NaNoWriMo, and if you do the things I have told you, you are more likely to be victorious, and then I'm going to cheer with you on the day, the last day of November, when you're like, I have written 50,000 words, like a herald, because that's how you should do it. And I'm going to be like, I know them, I supported them, and they're awesome. And as always, I'm going to remind you, it is never too late to write the story of your heart. Join us for the next episode where we're going to talk about the concept of no two bad days in a row, which I've stolen from James Clear in Atomic Habits. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer. And I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing.